Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders, while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Tonight, new year, new massive storm drenching the west and heading east. Flash flooding across Northern California. Heavy rains swell rivers and threaten levees. CBS's Jonathan Vigliotti reports on the deadly storm. Plus, we'll tell you where the severe weather is headed next. Holiday travel chaos. The headaches for travelers continue as more than 5,000 flights are delayed. Also today, the FAA slowing arrivals and departures to the entire state of Florida after an issue with air traffic control. Ukraine strikes back at Russia. What could be one of the deadliest days for Russian forces since the war began. Idaho murder investigation. The new details on how authorities tracked down the suspected killer of those four college students. Actor Jeremy Renner seriously injured. The Avengers star airlifted after a snow plowing accident. Tonight, an update on his condition. And remembering Barbara Walters. Tributes continue for the pioneering TV journalist who opened the door for generations of young women. This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell, reporting from the nation's capital. Good evening and thank you for joining us. I'm James Brown in for Nora. Tonight, as we begin the broadcast on this first Monday of the new year, thousands of airline passengers are facing more delays after an air traffic control computer glitch. We're going to have an update on that in just a moment. Plus, new details about the man accused of attacking three New York City police officers near Times Square on New Year's Eve, charged today with attempted murder. Authorities are investigating if the suspect was motivated by Islamic extremism. But first, the new year has brought record rainfall, deadly flooding and high winds to Northern California. A weather event known as an atmospheric river had dumped nearly half a foot of rain in some areas, forcing evacuations and low-lying communities. The system is now moving east, stretching from the Rockies to the Great Lakes, 
and to the south, bringing tornado threats to half a dozen states. We'll have the forecast in just a moment, but we go first to CBS's Jonathan Vigliotti near Sacramento, California. Good evening, Jonathan. And JV, good evening to you. The storm was so strong, it broke a levee that was recently reinforced to last until the year 2050. It cost $20 million. Tonight, this neighborhood looks like a lake. The flooding will likely only grow as it continues to rain. Too much rain in California all at once. Levees were breached, cars stranded, leading to dozens of rescues, several by helicopter. One driving along this flooded road so deceptively deep. He was in the water for several hours before um, we were aware that he was missing. At least one death is already blamed on the storm. A person was found deceased who had been trying to drive through the water. In Sacramento County, a flood advisory is in place tonight. What went on in your mind as it started to rain and then pour? It was time to evacuate. As soon as it got to the flood stage, I said, I'm out of here. But 83-year-old Walt Hoppy, a lifelong resident here, is staying put no matter how bad it gets. I take it you're not going to evacuate. I've been here before. In San Francisco, nearly five and a half inches of rain fell in 24 hours this weekend, the second wettest day since the gold rush era, submerging neighborhoods and the iconic Fisherman's Wharf. East of Sacramento, parts of the Sierra Nevada have been pounded by nearly four feet of snow from the latest storm that has now moved into the Rockies, ravaging Colorado, triggering this avalanche at Telluride. A skier died in another avalanche at Breckenridge. Today in California, a small break in the weather, officials using the lull to sandbag and brakes for the next storm. And tonight, crews are also working to fix that broken levee. Meanwhile, hundreds of people remain under a mandatory evacuation. And for good reason, more heavy rain and snow is in the forecast for Wednesday, JB. Jonathan Vigliotti, thank you very much. And for more on where the storm threats are headed next, let's bring in meteorologist Mike Bettis from our partners at the Weather Channel. Good evening, Mike. James, good evening. Tornadic weather and winter weather both playing out as we begin the new year. You can see across mostly the south, a lot of active areas here for severe storms. That does include tornadoes. And then we've got a major winter storm that's playing out across the plains and the Midwest with double-digit snows and ice anticipated. Let's run through some of the details here. And you can see that these areas highlighted in red most likely to see severe storms with hail, high winds, and tornadoes. There's the future radar for the rest of the evening. Strong storms. That line delineates daytime and nighttime. So then tomorrow, a lot of storms force their way into the deep south, including Mississippi, Louisiana, Alabama, and Tennessee. Then, of course, there is going to be a risk for winter weather, including a very large swath of intense snow here from North Platte, Nebraska, up towards Sioux Falls and Minneapolis, anticipating 10 inches of snow or more, James, winter weather in full force here in the Midwest. That it is. Mike Bettis, thank you so much. There is breaking news out of Florida. Late this afternoon, an air traffic control computer issue forced the FAA to slow flights in and out of the entire state. Delays cascaded across the major airports. CBS's Manuel Bojorquez is at Miami International Airport. Good evening, Manny. Good evening, JB. It's one of the busiest travel days of the year, and there are hours-long delays at Florida airports, including right here at Miami International. 
The FAA says it has now fixed the computer issue that led to a disruption at an air traffic control uh, center here in Miami. That center controls millions of cubic miles of airspace for commercial flights over Florida. But even though the issue is resolved, there's a domino effect of delays. This afternoon, flights showed an average delay of two hours with a maximum delay of six hours. Between 20 to 35 percent of all flights leaving three major airports in Florida today have been delayed. Today's issue comes a week after a nightmarish airport delays, so you'll recall, and cancellations for holiday travelers. Last week, Southwest Airlines canceled thousands of flights every day, leaving passengers and luggage stranded at airports around the country. The FAA expected more than 42,000 flights to operate nationwide today. JB? Manny, thank you very much. Tonight, a man accused in the New Year's Eve attack on three New York City police officers near Times Square has been arrested and charged with attempted murder. CBS's Nancy Chen reports on whether the assault was terror-related. Tonight, authorities continue to investigate how a man wielding a machete managed to mount a chaotic New Year's Eve attack just blocks from revelers in Times Square. It was nuts for about a good hour. I heard a lot of people screaming and yelling, and I heard, I saw the sirens. Police say 19-year-old Trevor Bigford slashed two officers in the head just outside a security checkpoint and attempted to injure a third before one of them shot him in the shoulder. There is no ongoing threat. We believe this was a sole individual at this time. There's nothing to indicate otherwise. Sources say Bickford had already been placed on an FBI terror watch list after self-radicalizing online. And in a notebook found after the attack, wrote of wanting to join Islamic extremists fighting overseas. He traveled to the city by train from his home in Wells, Maine late last week, spending the night before the attack at a homeless shelter. Sources also say the bomb squad recovered a bag with food and a bedroll in a wooded area in nearby Queens, believed to belong to Bigford. This could have been so much worse. Without a doubt, if he had got his hands on firearms, it would have been a whole different uh, equation, both in terms of loss of life, but also in, in the fear that was spread uh, when an incident like this happens. While the suspect remains in the hospital, the officers injured are recovering at home tonight. Two of them are rookies. One had just graduated from the police academy the day before the attack. J.B. Nancy Chen in New York. To the war in Ukraine, where Ukrainian forces launched one of its deadliest ever missile strikes on New Year's Day, leveling a building housing Russian soldiers. The two sides disagree on the number killed, but both call it a massive attack. Here's CBS's Ian Lee. These smoldering ruins are all that's left of a Russian base, used to house troops and store weapons in the city of Makivka. Ukrainian HIMARS rockets, like those seen here, landed shortly after midnight on Sunday. Russia claims at least 63 soldiers died, while Ukraine says as many as 400 were killed. It capped off a deadly New Year's weekend. Russia launched dozens of drones and missiles at Ukrainian cities and infrastructure, plunging parts of the country into darkness yet again. One killed a woman in Kyiv. Her father-in-law picked through what remains of her house. What can I say? They are beasts and they're not humans, he says. Another hit a children's hospital in Kherson. Fortunately, no one was injured. But in Ukraine, no one is too young to become a victim of war. 
After that deadly Ukrainian attack in Makivka, many brace for what they believe will be a ruthless Russian response. JB? Ian Lee, thank you. There was a somber procession in the early morning hours outside the Vatican today. Pope Emeritus Benedict XVI's body was carried to St. Peter's Basilica. The former pontiff will lie in state there for three days. Then Pope Francis is expected to preside over Thursday's funeral for his predecessor, the first sitting pope to do so in modern times. Back here at home, we're learning new details about the suspect arrested in the brutal killings of four University of Idaho students. The 28-year-old Brian Christopher Kohlberger, who's in a Pennsylvania jail, is expected to waive his extradition rights on Tuesday. CBS's Donya Bacchus reports from Moscow, Idaho, on how investigators tracked him down. Brian Koberger could be in an Idaho courtroom within 72 hours after his appearance in Pennsylvania tomorrow. He's facing first-degree murder charges for the November 13th stabbing deaths of four University of Idaho students. The police department believes that the person we have in custody, which would be Koberger, is the one who is responsible for these crimes. Law enforcement sources say forensic analysis allegedly linked him to the murders. C.C. Moore is an expert on DNA testing. In a very personal, intimate, violent crime like this one, it's virtually impossible not to leave your DNA behind. We have such sensitive equipment now. You could leave behind touch DNA, and that could be enough to perform this type of analysis. The 28-year-old was arrested Friday at his parents' home in eastern Pennsylvania. Kohlberger's attorney told CBS News that his client's father flew west about a month after the murders for a pre-planned cross-country road trip. The pair then drove in a white Hyundai Elantra, the same make and model spotted near the crime scene. Kaylee Gonzalez's family says the arrest brings them comfort. This is the first bit of joy that we've had in close to seven weeks. We hope they picked the right guy. And that gives us hope, and we haven't had hope for a long time. Koberger's family released a statement saying they pray each day for the families of the victims and that they will continue to let the legal process unfold. Tonight, the motive and if the suspect knew the victims is still a mystery. The probable cause affidavit is under seal until the suspect arrives in Idaho and is served with an arrest warrant. JB? Tanya Bacchus, thank you very much. Tributes are still pouring in following the death of legendary TV journalist Barbara Walters Friday at the age of 93. The trailblazing reporter broke just as many barriers behind the camera as stories she broke in front of it. Here's CBS's Nikki Batiste. A true pioneer, Barbara Walters was known for her poised and pointed television interviews. In our country, we read that you are unstable. <laughs> With heads of state. Are you sorry you didn't burn the tapes? Hollywood royalty. Was he the love of your life? And some of history's most memorable names. What will you tell your children when you have them? Mommy made a big mistake. Walter's career started in 1961 as a writer on NBC's Today Show. I'm Barbara Walters with Jim Hart. Good morning. She eventually left for ABC, where she became the first woman ever to co-anchor an evening news broadcast. And I'm very pleased to be with you, Harry. Earning $1 million a year in 1976, more than any anchor ever, female or male. She also launched her Barbara Walters specials. By many accounts, your wife is more popular than you are. Mm -hmm. This is 2020. Next, she co-hosted 2020. 
1997, at age 67, she helped create The View. Walters retired in 2014, surrounded by today's TV stars she inspired, among them our CBS Mornings co-host, Gail King. Barbara, there's not a woman on TV today that can't look back and say, if it wasn't you, then there wouldn't be me. That's and that's the most important thing to you. Yeah, it is. It is the most important thing to me. That's what will continue. And I'm among the women who thank Walters for paving the way. Nikki Batiste, CBS News, New York. Actor Jeremy Renner suffers serious injuries in an accident near his Nevada home. That story next. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Tonight, actor Jeremy Renner is in critical but stable condition following a freak snowplow accident. The 51-year-old Renner, who stars as Hawkeye in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, suffered serious injuries when his snowcat plow ran over his leg while he was clearing a road near his Lake Tahoe home. Video from TMZ shows Renner being airlifted to the hospital. Just last week, he posted videos of himself driving his snowplow. Tonight, tennis great Martina Navratilova is facing a double cancer diagnosis. The 66-year-old has stage 1 throat and breast cancer. Navratilova called the diagnosis serious but fixable and vowed to fight with all I've got. Navratilova, one of the greatest to ever play the game and winner of 59 Grand Slam titles, also battled breast cancer in 2010. Late today, Navratilova responded to the well wishes on Twitter saying, quote, Thank you all for your support, and I am not done yet. What Prince Harry is telling 60 Minutes about the public royal split. That's next. Prince Harry's highly anticipated memoir, Spare, will hit bookstores next week. In his first U.S. interview ahead of its release, Harry sat down with 60 Minutes' Anderson Cooper to explain why the royal family feud has become so public. One of the criticisms that you've received is that, well, okay, fine, you want to move to California, you want to step back from the institutional role, why be so public? You say you tried to do this privately. And every single time I've tried to do it privately, there have been briefings and leakings and planting of stories against me and my wife. You know, the family motto is never complain, never explain, but it's just a motto, and it doesn't really hold... There's a lot of complaining and a lot of explaining. Endless. Private, being done in through leaks through leaks. They will feed or have a conversation with the correspondent and that correspondent will literally be spoon-fed information and write the story and then the bottom of it 
they will say that they've reached out to Buckingham Palace for comment. But the whole story is Buckingham Palace commenting. So when we're being told for the last six years, we can't put a statement out to protect you, but you do it for other members of the family, there becomes a point when silence is betrayal. And you can see the full interview this Sunday night on 60 Minutes right here on CBS. An Indiana basketball player's gift from the heart. That's next. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. And finally tonight, you know, big-time college athletes can play in front of tens of thousands of diehard fans. But for Indiana University's Anthony Leal, he found his biggest fan at home. Here's CBS's Jerika Duncan. Anthony Leal and sister Lauren have been best friends since they were children. Growing up, Anthony says his big sister always looked out for him. So this past Christmas... You're a spark. He paid it forward with the ultimate surprise. By paying off your student loan debt. I had tears in my eyes and then it just felt like a weight lifted from my shoulders. Thinking about like all the possibilities, like new doors opening. Her brother, a junior majoring in business, plays basketball for Indiana University. Recent changes to NCAA rules allows him and other college athletes to accept money for their name, image, and likeness. An estimated 460,000 student athletes across the country have benefited. For people who look at the payment of athletes in this way, college athletes, as a bad thing, what do you say to those folks? You got to look at it from, from multiple perspectives. We're just trying to make the most of the opportunity we have. How much was the school loan debt that you paid off? Uh, I'm not sure how specific I want to get, but it was it was a good chunk of money. I mean, doing good things for other people, it makes that person want to do something good too, like pay it forward. I know she'll pay it forward. So what goes around comes around. A model student athlete and brother too. Jerika Duncan, CBS News, Washington. And that's tonight's CBS Evening News. For Nora O'Donnell, I'm James Brown. Good night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. It was the biggest scandal in pop music. The stars of Milli Vanilli, the Grammy-winning multi-platinum R&B phenomenon, were exposed as frauds. But none of this was their idea. So whose idea was it? 
Enter German music producer Frank Farian. He saw the success of acts like Michael Jackson and Prince, and he wanted in, no matter the cost. So he devised the perfect pop heist. Two once-in-a-lifetime talents who were charismatic, full of sex appeal, and phenomenal dancers. The only problem? They couldn't sing. But Frank knew just how to fix that. Wondery's new podcast, Blame It on the Fame, dives into one of pop music's greatest controversies and takes a never-before-heard look at the exploitation of two young Black artists. Millie Vanilli set the world on fire, but when the truth came out, Rob and Fab were the only ones who got burned. Looking back now, it's hard not to wonder, why did everyone blame them and not the man pulling the strings? Follow Blame It on the Fame, Millie Vanilli, on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus.